0: Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. Your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. You already know who I am. My name is Tyler Rolison. I'm your host, also known as T-Roll. And I am joined once again by my very good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. And of course, the one, the only, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shamato. Boys, how are we doing?
1: Doing great, man. Uh, it was uh, another week of Mandalorian. We can't go wrong there. We need more
0: episodes. I think just keep pushing them out. Do you do you like that it's weekly, or do you want? Are you a fan of like them all being released? That's like one of the things that's heavily discussed on Twitter.
1: I tell you what, man. Since Netflix came out and you can able to, to binge all of them, I'm kind of like I miss the anticipation of week to week. I really yep. do. Like, I mean, how many times
2: so you like this? You yeah, I do this? like it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, it's helpful for us, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> doing that's this true. podcast. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it's a it, it's a double edged sword. I think it's kind of how you're feeling at the time. Um, I do kind of like the idea of being having a little bit of time in between to where you can kind of you know think and simmer, right? Simmer on it, yeah. Simmer. You get to think about different things that are happening here. Um, as it's probably been shown throughout the podcast, I love. I love to draw things out i like to like really yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) i had no idea yeah
2: i love to draw alternative theories like things like that i like to be able to think on things and kind of you know work through things in my mind so that is really nice to have that week in between um but sometimes it's just nice to just get conclusions like sometimes you just i'm also the kind of person when if if something is on netflix i just roll like i am just Yeah. yeah Like I just, there are there are all kinds of shows, especially like sitcoms. I literally will Cons- uh, shows consume, that I've watched. Right, you consume yes. it all. Like I've I go on runs where I've I've watched certain sitcoms half dozen to a dozen times just because I'm going through and I'm just rolling through them.
0: Yeah. I think I've seen on Twitter people getting really upset, like, yeah, just release all of the episodes. I, I really like the anticipation of waiting week after week for the next new one. It truly builds. It really, yeah, does, it really does. Yeah, it really does. But I also have a lot of friends, you know, friends of ours that even you two know. And I'm like, hey, you should check out our podcast. Have you heard about our podcast? <laughs> They're like, well, you know, I'm I'm waiting for all of them to release so I can binge it. So stupid. I'm like, okay. I mean, well, I mean, I I kind of. If it's
1: good, then get on it while it's good, man. Like, I mean, I get you want to roll right through them and get the complete story, but like, it's something good.
0: Well, I will say this: my wife just um, finished watching season seven of Agents of Shield. How'd that go for her? Yeah, she loved it, and she she really did like how you could just. I remember the one night we were watching it. It was it got late, and you know we were going to stop on episode eleven, and we went to twelve. And then we went to thirteen. You know, it just <laughs> yeah. kept going and going. Nice. Um, but that is something else we reviewed. Which, if you're interested in that, scroll down and you can find our reviews on uh, Agents of Shield, the final season. We we did episode episode reviews of that as well. Like I'm sure
1: your wife went back and and listened to every. She episode. listened to
0: every single one of yep. them. Yes. Yeah. She you sure guys did. stopped
2: in between each episode and, <laughs> and like I made her listen to the 45 yes. minute recap. Yeah. 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 Oh. It,
0: oh, this recap, it's actually longer than the episode, so, you know, you know, get a yeah. snack, get a
2: drink, <laughs> have fun. I she, will say— She did not listen to yeah, the episodes, just to be clear.
0: Yeah, if you're wondering, there's no chance, so. Go ahead, Shemar. I will
2: say one last thing about the whole waiting a week till not waiting a week. For a show that is, has a lot of episodes per season, I believe it's better probably to binge because— you there there are things that happen in like episode 3 that you're like it, by episode 20 something you're like yeah you're just completely yes, lost a quarter of a year ago yeah like <laughs> le- legitimately especially now that they have it set up to where like you have a you have a, a winter break for a lot of these and then lots of times they have a mid-season mid-break between in their, each of their half seasons so it's Jeez. it's literally episode one will be like october 1st and the last episode will be like in march and you're just yeah. like there. there's it's you can't think back that long, like, especially a, uh, like a little plot point that, you know, is brought up later on. I, so, so I understand that stuff, but like with, with Mandalorian, it's eight weeks. I mean, come on. Yeah. You can get over it. So, Which, if you're listening to us right now, you have gotten over it because
0: you are deciding to watch The Mandalorian as it goes, I imagine you are not uh, waiting for it to binge; otherwise, you wouldn't be listening. But let me tell you a little bit more about us. We are the Royal Geek Podcast. You can find us on Apple, on Spotify, on Google, and on Amazon. And I might be able to—I need to find out about getting us in some other spots too. But you could also follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. Please interact with us. We are the new kids on the block. Um, we would love to have some more friends. We'll just say it like that. We want. Friends, but what Come we're doing? What we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! What we're doing on this episode, and we are doing for every single chapter of season two of The Mandalorian, is an episode recap. So, let's get into it, boys. Chapter twelve is called the Siege. The oh, Siege. The Siege. Yeah. So it opens up. W- well, actually, what did you guys think overall before we kind of get into the recap? Uh, overall, I mean. It definitely felt like a filler
1: for most of the episode, but I believe it did give us a good chunk of uh, vital information that will help carry and drive this uh, plot point forward. But yeah. I mean, overall, definitely enjoyable. Uh, it, it scratched my action need that I uh, I have for these episodes. So So yeah,
2: I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I definitely say it felt like a little bit of like a side mission in a video game a little bit, you know, in the sense of, you know, it was, you know, something that was moving along. I, I will admit they do a generally a good job of when they do uh, filler episodes or these side episodes, you they, they generally give you at least a tidbit that moves the story along as well. So you aren't completely stopped, you know, storyline wise gives you um, just enough, right? Yeah, it, it gives you enough to be like, huh? Whereas a lot of times in, you know, longer running shows, you'll it'll be almost a self-contained episode, almost like a sitcom episode in in comparison to, you know, at least it, it moved us along a little bit in the storyline. At least give us a couple of things to think about as well.
0: So you guys call I'm, – I'm intrigued by you guys saying filler because I feel like – okay, I do get the sense that it – like a video game. First of all, Mandalorian very much is like a video game show. In my mind, it seems like most of the season in season one and then most of this season does feel like an RPG video game hundred and, and like yeah, it they- only takes a few minutes to be like, well, we need some help with something. You want to give us help with this mission?" <laughs> like grief cargo, you know what i'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, that's a good point. That's exactly what
1: happened in this. In Even this. in the description of the episode, it says he <laughs> he realigns with allies for a mission. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's like, well, you'll have some time on your hands as your ship gets repaired. Yeah. And it's like, well, will i can i just go to the lobby and get a snack and wait for my ship to be done or yeah. do i really have to do this mission? So i i do understand the video or the video game comparison and the side mission. At the same time, I feel like we got a little bit more than your typical filler. Like you said, every filler episode has something that does point the yeah. plot on a little further. This was pretty heavy. This it, one it seemed, was pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're back on Navarro. They're dealing with Imperials. They're dealing with stormtroopers. Like, There's a lot, there's a, and there's much more,
1: which we're going to get into There's a lot to, to actually look further into, uh, before the pod, Shmoud and I were doing a really, really good deep dive into some of the information, which uh, we'll we'll bring into uh, later
0: on in this pod. Nerds. Come on. I love it. Okay. So anyways, the, it opens up with, um, uh, the Mandalorian and baby Yoda in space. The Razor Crest is, is just barely making it along and, um, He's actually talking to Baby Yoda, the kid. Oh, I, this, this, this is amazing. Scene, this, this scene amazing. was good, man. Yes. Yeah, this is amazing. And he and he's like telling him about which wire to pull. And you don't at, the, at first you don't see Baby Yoda. You're like, where is he? And then like the Mandalorian goes to like this hallway and he looks through this little panel in the wall, <laughs> which clearly he can't get into. And dude, the sounds that Baby Yoda is making, the coos and the yeah. whining. Oh my gosh. It was just so adorable. It was so,
2: it was so good. And so it reminded me so much of just like a, a a general like dad son moment, you know, where just, you know, they're having the kid help with something, you know, whether it be something that's probably too dangerous for the kid to be helping with anyway, but but just, you know, it it was just, and, and like, of course you knew the entire thing. You were like, Oh, he about to get shot. He's gonna touch <laughs> like, those wires for sure. some, Something's gonna happen. Yeah.
1: Let me just uh, r- real quick point something out. Um, I know, T roll, you're a huge fan of watching it in subtitles, right? Uh, I love side- subtitles because you really get a, a full uh, interpretation of the scene and what's going on. But yeah, the, sure. the downside of subtitles is that, like, I I don't really don't I can't stand when they say like cooing or giggling or really? gurgling. I love it. I Dude, love it. No, man. I can't stand it. So every, that whole scene was just like cooing. Whining. And whining. And yeah. I'm like, I can't stop. Okay, I'm not just not, not going to read this no, time. No, I love it. But I enjoy it for all the other dialogue because sometimes it can get a little muffled with action scenes and stuff like that. But I mean, okay, yeah. I mean, that's a little bit of People a- People are wearing masks. Yeah. People are speaking alien languages. Right, exactly. People are
0: holograms. It's Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But but other than that Those it was a great scene. It was a good it was a good uh, comedic uh Intro. relief. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he's yeah. like,
0: "Well, we're going to go back to Navarro." Yeah. <laughs> "Of course you are." Yeah. So they go back to Navarro. They land, Grief Karga and Cara Dune, the marshal, um show up and greet him. And ac- this is actually just after we saw Cara Dune destroy some alien freaks down in the uh, Armory. the yeah. armory yes. of yes. the of the what was it? What do they call their group? Uh I'm missing this term. Sorry, I don't remember. it's late. Uh, Fast forward. <laughs> no, no, no. Stay with it. Stay with it. This, um, anyways, it's it's like a term that they use to describe their creed. No, to describe their their group. This, gosh, man, I am upset with myself for not remembering this story now. Anyways, failure. Yeah. Anyways, they're down there in the armory where um, the Mandalorian had all those nice long chats with the uh, the super yeah. the super wise armor, and she had yeah. a lot to mm-hmm. say. She's the one who set him on her on his path to yeah, bring this foundling to his people. Um, anyways, Cara Dune and Grief Cargo d- greet him.
1: She fights a gang of uh, butt chin people. But so chin people. are yep. yeah,
0: that's awesome. She, she wipes them out. Grief Cargo literally got a nice, wiped. She wiped the butts. Grief Cargo's got a nice goatee. He's looking good. He is looking good. Yeah. yeah all of a sudden, he's like the most. Noble person yeah. in the world, what Estab-
1: establishing schools, the and stuff guild like that. leader like, what in the yeah. world. Yeah, he went from being like <laughs> scum to being like respected and uh, a yeah. uh, contributing to citizen yeah. to the society. Like,
0: so they they offer uh, to fix his ship because the Razor Crest is literally crawling through spray through space. Yep. And but as they're walking through the town, I, by the
1: ahead. way, I I called it from the beginning. That little like side look, the oh, one sure. repair yes. person. Yeah, yeah Oh, like, oh like, yeah, the yeah. Freaky yeah, totally alien yeah, person. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyway, so, so
0: that's a little bit further, but yeah, you could you could tell there was something suspicious going on with the little freaky little alien. Um, I hope you guys love the way I talk about the Star Wars universe, dude. By the n- way,
1: yeah, man, you you're one of us, man. Like, I'm, you're, I'm here, you're here, I'm here, one man. Of and you, us. Uh, yeah. one and you of help us. Uh, the general public who are just got into this, like, kind of relate, man. It's not, it's no big deal. You're good, Amen.
0: man. Amen. So, anyways, uh, Griefcarga and Dune convinced Mando to take part in a mission. And they describe that there is an imperial base on Navarro.
1: Which I love the fact that another comedy relief scene where he le- he drops off the child at yes, school. At school. Oh and he wants gosh. that that snack. Obviously, yep. it was a macaroon, obviously. Yes. But uh, he wants it. The kid says no. And he uses the force to bring the, the snack to him. And he's eating it. And it crumbs and just, all over his face. I love it. And the there's kids. a little
2: look back. He's like. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like afterwards. Like, I do what I want. He, he's like. <laughs> Well, I mean, I asked you politely, and you said no, so I took it. <laughs> I loved it, but anyway, yes,
0: then they move that, on. It was so adorable, man. So um, this was another short 32-roughly-minute episode, if you take away the credit scenes at the end and the preview at the beginning. Uh, Disney, give us more. Anyways, um, we quickly got through the first, like, I, man, we got through the first, like, 12 minutes, and I looked down, and I'm like, dude, this, this episode's almost over. Like, it was flying by. But anyways, they get to the base and um, they're actually with the, what is the myth, mythol? Is that what it's called? Mythol. Mythanol. It was the mithanol, right? Oh my gosh. Shit. Again, if you're listening to it's us. It's Mythol. I don't know. I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing something out there. <sighs> man, we're going to lose all of our listeners because we are not yeah. proper Star Wars geeks. And We don't know every term. This you know, it's last actually couple, it's it's it The is. last couple of weeks, so Zach is going to be listening to this. He's going to be like, "These freaking losers, <laughs> man! This is why I need to be here."
1: Yeah, well, sh- shout out to Apple Zacks, by the yeah.
0: way. Yeah, we'll get him back for another episode review of The Mandalorian. Um, but man, so so they show up to the uh, the Imperial base, and they show up in the bottom of the valley, at the bottom of the elevator, and they can't get in. So <laughs> Mando decides to just literally fly to the top. Pretty convenient. Why not when you got the jetpack, Goes up there, sends a stormtrooper down to his death. Yep. They get in the elevator shaft, and, man, they're going through this um, Imperial base, and what they're trying to do is basically it's it's over some sort of lava bed, and they're trying to, I guess, overheat it to make it overheat explode. Overheat it, yeah, to make get, it explode. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They they do pull that off in the long run. Spoiler alert, which we didn't give a spoiler alert at the beginning of the episode. But, um, anyways, you know by now. Really. Here's the thing: I'm going to stop wasting time because you know there's some action. It's cool. It's yeah. fun. There's some we assume you're intelligent and can figure this you out. You know, there's anyway. some stormtroopers who can't hit anything. Right, like things are happening. But why don't we just go ahead and skip to the scene?
1: Actually, it, let me point this out. Uh, Stormtroopers can hit something because they hit Mando every time,
0: and he's just like <laughs> yeah. the bullets are they bouncing, bouncing off of him. Yeah. How is so it that yeah. they can hit him? But, they have good aim, apparently. It's really <laughs> convenient. The person who with the indestructible armor is getting hit. Yeah. But the people who have no protection, like Grief Cargo, oh, got yeah, nothing. yeah, yeah, nothing. Yeah. And
1: he's old and slow, and yeah. he, he doesn't get hit at all, but yet Mando gets mollywopped every single every time.
0: Every time, yeah.
2: So, uh, t- two things about when they were in that base. It reminded me so much of. New Hope when they were at the reactor and um yes, e- w- w- and dealing this. with that part of it and and also when Luke and Leia were going over the gap that 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 whole part reminded me of that so much even though they didn't actually end up going over the gap just like the look of it reminded me so much of of that of those scenes and the the they did a little nod to like the whole Star Wars community by when the stormtroopers end up coming up on it they were like There's no guardrail here, or no 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 mithril mithril. It's like there's no guardrail here because that's one of the biggest things that's been talked about in like little parts of you know Star Wars fame is like there being no guardrails. Yeah, Yeah, how do you have a super narrow?
1: How do you have this narrow walkway to get to this very key area of the ship and yet over the vast nothingness below? So ridiculous. (laughs) But yeah, I love that they hint at it. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was funny. Reddit was going going crazy about that line. Yeah, that's a good shout. So, anyways, probably, I mean, hands down, in terms of plot, the most interesting thing that happened was, you know, they think this is just an Imperial base that has a few Imperials left. They're trying to wipe it out, but they actually show up and it's something so much more. Yes. They they basically come up on some sort of, I don't know, cellular harvesting
1: lab. So yeah, so it's a the lab and, uh, there's uh, specimens in a uh, quote unquote tank, but I yes. mean vial, really a large human size or uh, yeah. per person size vial. They're all, uh, discon, like disconfigured. I don't know, man, like I, yeah, it's you, couldn't really, you couldn't make it out.
0: I mean, there's probably people who are more qualified to talk about this who could make it out. We couldn't, it, it didn't look good. Like <laughs> the project didn't look done. Right. And yeah, definitely it wasn't done. It was a finished product for sure. And they directly alluded to that. Not long after, right after they got in that room, um, you know, they killed those two Imperials that were there. Yeah. They tried to destroy everything, but they were able to see a one um hologram uh I guess message. Now, do you guys remember this guy's name from season 1? He was the doctor that was with um the first Imperial at the very beginning that
2: Dr. Pershing.
0: Yeah. So Dr. Pershing, who very much feels like – I don't want to say he's good, right? But he doesn't feel like a – I don't know. What did you all read on this doctor?
2: To me, he seems like he is the classic doctor who is doing this for science, but it is being used for evil.
0: And like he is being – he's he's doing this almost with a gun to his head it feels like. Yeah, the,
1: I get that. I get that vibe, too. I really do. Like, yeah, um, he's afraid he's, for his life. Yeah,
0: he's he's doing it,
1: I mean, for the good of science. Like, he doesn't want to hurt the... Because in the first season, he didn't want to hurt the child. Yeah,
0: right.
2: Um, but he knew that what he was getting from the child would benefit, like, yeah. the galaxy. So. Yeah, it, it, seemed, it seemed very much like the, the scientist who was almost too caught up in the science to understand what he was actually doing. You know, kind of like... You know, when you're working – like when they were working on the atom bomb and a lot of the people, you know, like they they were doing these things to where, you know, they, they didn't necessarily know exactly how large and scape what they were doing could affect their universe. And you see it all the time in sci-fi movies where the doctor is, you know, doing something crazy. It happened in the old guard with some of their doctors. I feel like they were like – it was it was – they didn't quite comprehend – how evil what was happening could you know be affected you know like they were doing it for the science of what they were doing not necessarily necessarily for the evil implications yeah
0: so dr pershing yes so dr pershing you could tell he he didn't want to hurt the child in season one even when mando saves the child um you I'll-
2: know Although I don't know how much oh. that was for the good of the child. I think it was kind of played or, that way. Or the
0: good for the science, right? I think it was kind of ah, like
2: okay. – I think it was kind of like you don't want to, you know, kill your chicken that is laying eggs, you okay. know? Yeah. yeah. But he Which, dropped some big lines. He yeah, drops some big lines. Yeah, let's talk about it. Talk so, about
1: like, it. like, he mentions uh, that they uh, – the volunteer uh, – yes. they, they don't go into specifics there, but Amato and I were talking off the pot here, like – This has to be somebody that we are familiar with uh, in the universe or the galaxy. I feel like it has to be. Yeah, I feel like it has to be. Whether it's uh, somebody from Clone Wars, the animated series, or Rebels, or somebody. I don't know. It's got to be somebody linked to somebody we know. Um, but they also dropped the line that, uh, the transfusion, uh, didn't work with like the M counts. The M counts are too low. And I believe M counts is referring to midichlorians. Midichlorians. Yeah. So this is uh, a throwback to the, the Phantom yes. Menace because yes.
2: really metachlorians is something that was introduced there. And, and, and I think part of the reason, other than the fact that they didn't want to quite give it away, metachlorians has been kind of turned into a dirty word in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah.
1: It hasn't really truly been accepted um, in the Star Wars universe, and it's always been that something like, oh, you're downplaying the Force because you're, yep. you're introducing midichlorians, but yep. the fact of the matter is that it was introduced, and here we are, fast forward, um, Disney Plus has uh, has their production hands on Star Wars universe, and they're going to go ahead and continue with um, the continuity here that has been yep. established by George Lucas in episode one, and bring in the midichlorians again. And uh, what does that mean? I think they're really – this is the opportunity to really dive in and uh, explain. Uh, I feel like the hologram scientist uh, gave good exposition of what was going on. Yeah, Uh, He wasn't – he was very vague with certain things, but – he did reveal the fact that they are calculating and examining m counts. Yeah. And uh, I kind of like that compared to mid be honest with you. But uh, there's m a lot counts. going on there, and I feel like we can dig a little deeper. And what is the effect uh, that's going to happen in the universe?
2: Yeah, it's a huge effect on the universe, and it's a huge effect on fandom because there's always been this, like, clash. And it happens in, uh, cult- in uh, regular culture as, l- as well as like in the Star Wars universe where there's this clash between science and magic, you know, and this idea of, you know, the science being the M counts and everything like that and the magic being the way the force flows through you and stuff like that and how you perceive what it is. It's similar to how Thor, you know, stated, you know, what your your, your science would have been seen as magic, you know. It would have been seen as magic back then, things like that. It's but science is just magic that hasn't been discovered yet. Or something yeah, like so, so, something like that. Yes. Um, anyway, um, or magic is just science that hasn't been discovered yet, or some, something, something along those lines. But anyway, it's this clash of those two, and it'll be interesting to see if they can meld those universes a little bit and use science to create "quote unquote" magic. Um, so, in the sense of if. It sounds like what they're trying to do is potentially potentially infuse force into people who would not normally be able to use the force.
1: Which I feel like that's a like game changer for the Star Wars universe.
2: Yes, that is that is you know going to be crazy. That's going to be like you can
1: it, make people force wielders. Like, yes,
2: it would be very similar to actually the Agents of Sealed storyline uh, with Malik you know, with him him taking powers and giving out powers. Redistributing, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see because then you're... If you're just handing out these powers, you know, uh, there is a... It is kind of a double-edged sword because you're talking about... There's going to be some people who understand that this is a gift and that they need to, you know, learn it and they need to use it for good. There are people you know, who, if it was given to similar to Captain America, where, you know, it wasn't about just, you know, them being strong. It was about the person's personality before you gave them it. You know, there's that person. But then there's also the fact that if you're just giving people power, if they're corrupt already, you're talking about people who become more corrupt because now they have the means to get what they want as well. Yeah, very good, man. I mean, I feel like... I don't know, man.
1: I feel like... Okay, this storyline in Mandalorian happens before the sequel trilogy. So if this is going on now, then why... I mean, I guess we gotta see how the storyline plays out because maybe they put an end to it. But uh, if that's the case, then there should have been a whole army of uh, force-infused soldiers fighting Rey with Kylo. But it it didn't turn out that way. So I guess, yes, we do gotta see how this plays out. But um, I don't know. I feel like... It, it should have uh, accounted for more in the sequel trilogy if that was the case.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, there is there is a <clears throat> another four episodes in this season and then at least season three still to come. So there's a lot more to happen. Mm-hmm. But directly, the Dr. Pershing directly references the child and... Um i'm glad you said the child not baby Yoda, well Thank you. but he says the child of course, he doesn't say everybody fight. in
1: the whole entire uh, episode say the child, yeah because... but they 're not
0: star wars fans <laughs> Star Wars fans say baby Yoda, dang it, uh sorry, so um he directly references baby Yoda, justin and and um, and you could even see I, I really again, I love the acting man. I love Pedro Pascal's just look that he gives right to Grief Karga, right in this moment, and Grief is like son of a gun, you know, like like this is this is what this is what um, the Mandalorian feared, mm-hmm. you know, um, this is why he busted up in there and saved Baby Yoda, yep. <clears throat> so. Yeah, and he his immediate instinct, which we have uh, father
1: Father Mando, uh, which we've seen uh, yeah. evolve. He's like, I got to get out of here. I got to get to the child, yep. like right away. We didn't and see any of that. But he he dips. Yeah, he dips, and then we get a mini storyline of just uh, Dune and, yeah. and and grief. And they're dude, they're tearing it up, man. They're getting <laughs> out of there, bro. Yeah, I actually enjoyed the the focus being shifted from Mando to to the the, the side p- p- characters because uh, you actually got a little bit more out of them, and yep. it was kind of fun. Like I enjoyed the the little uh, comedy relief of uh, grief looking for the the person to shoot, and then he like he's circling around, circling and he's around, right and there, he, and he's getting ready <laughs> to throw a grenade <laughs> in the top of the tank, and he's like, oh, there he is,
2: yep. boom, yeah. yep. done. <laughs> I think I think they did a great job of making you forget about the Mandalorian in that scene. So maybe maybe you knew that the Mandalorian was going to come and save them, but it, you, you at least got distracted enough to where when he showed up for a second, you were like, "Oh, like you, maybe not a full surprise, but you were kind of like for a second, you were like oh and then oh, it showed up.
0: I, I for sure see those Tie Fighters. This is what I thought when they took off. I thought they were just going to go shoot up the town. I didn't think they were oh, going... instantly. Th- wow. Instantly. Wow. I didn't think... I thought when they started to pass um, the tank or whatever it was called, I thought they were going to the town, and I thought they were going to start just shooting it up and wreaking havoc. And then when the Razorcrest comes in and saves them, I... J- at first, you just see the blasters. I genuinely—they had me. I didn't think it was the Razor Crest. I—I yeah. I really didn't. So maybe I'm a little more naive than the typical viewer. I probably am. You for sure are, but yeah. But anyway. well, thank you. Um, but <laughs> the, but then let's talk about that scene, right? Because the views and the moves that the Mandalorian pulls off was outstanding. They definitely fixed his ship enough. That's yes. for sure. Bro, because what? In the beginning hours, of the, yeah,
1: bro. the beginning of this episode, it was uh, quite the different tale when it comes to yeah. the Razor Crest. That's for sure.
2: And then once again, the entire time, Baby Yoda is just adorable. Uh, yes, just like he, like he's well, it, it, it's it's like he's he's going to turn out to be like a psychopath because like the he's <laughs> like yes. his, his, his his like adrenaline chasing and stuff like that as they're going up and down as people are being blown away and he's just cooing and laughing and stuff like that. And then I totally called him throwing up. Once they stopped, I was like, I turned and I was like, he's going to throw up when they stop. <laughs> and then he did sure it.
0: enough. He threw up right away.
2: Yeah. And
1: then Mando says something like I'm dealing with an issue what, or something. What okay, but say? Before
0: that, before that, he does say that he said, I'm uh, dealing with some, um, some issues on board or something. Yes. You got to do some laundry essentially. <laughs> But dude, before that, can we talk about that air break that he hit when, oh, he, when he took yeah. out the first tie fighter? Yep, just hits the air break and just starts nose diving down, falling, and then is like weaving through the shots from the other fighter, and then takes that one out too. I mean, it was yep. it was amazing. It was yeah, it was a good uh, dog fight for sure, man. Yeah, it was awesome, man. It was it was awesome. So, and again, just like if it, man. And I don't know if this is a criticism of the series. Again, Shimada, you said this at the very beginning. We've talked about it before. We've talked about it on other pods about the show. Again, a lot of times it just feels like a video game. I'll never forget the season finale of um, uh, season one when they defeat Moff Gideon and his people. Like There are imps. There are Imperials everywhere. Okay, because and but because Mando shoots down or takes down Moff Gideon's Tie Fighter, like they magically disappear. Yeah, w- <laughs> like within minutes, Grief Cargo's yeah. like Navarro is now a peaceful place again.
1: Yeah, and i yeah. just
0: and it just feels it feels like a video game where when you finally take out the boss, it's oh, it just so happens that all the other horrible people just left. Yeah, yeah, and and sometimes it just feels like that in this show, and once again, it's like. Well, we I saved mean, the day.
1: Yeah, well, kind of, I mean, Phantom Menace—they destroy the the main area and all the the droids like pass out. Like it's the exact same thing. So, but at least you saw that. At least you see the truth. I mean, that also makes they're sticking sense. to continuity here. They're sticking to continuity. So <laughs> guess that's all so. it is, man. The grief
0: cargo's like, can I at least buy you a drink? He's like, no, I got some things on board to
2: take about, yeah. or to take care of, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. got some places to be. Yeah. Well, safe travels,
0: my friend. <laughs> yeah. So for
2: just a second, when you when you brought up the drink. For just a second, I thought when he took his drink, for a second I thought he was going to take his helmet off in front of Baby Yoda. Mm. Okay, we didn't talk about that, but oh, he yeah, yeah, did yeah.
0: lift his helmet enough to, to get a the drink mouth. Yeah. to see the yes. mouth, and you actually saw Baby Yoda look at him like,
2: "Whoa, yeah, what is that?" Yeah, that was a cool look. That was a cool little scene. Like because for a second I thought he was like that was going to be okay. like,
0: "Is that just simply like?" All right, here let's talk about this. Is that just simply? You know he's comfortable with Baby Yoda. He just wants a drink, or is that everything he's seen from Bo-Katan and like other people taking I off think their helmets? I, yeah, I think he's, he's letting starting kind of. You think so? Yeah, I, I think that's he's what starting
2: think. to question his like wow. his, his beliefs. Yeah, I think yeah. If we, if we wow. read more into this, this was a
1: pretty important scene as far as the the mindset yeah. of Mando and what he, what's going
2: wow. through his mind. And, and, just... and it might also be like his his comfortability that he's building with with the child, um, that it, it's kind of a combination of the two. Like, he, he is starting to question his views, but it's also, out, he's seeing, you know, the child as something more than just his objective, once again. So we've talked about this, you know, where... Growing you know, Father dad, Mando, yes, right? You yes, know. Growing Father Mando, and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, this is his, maybe his family, his, you know... Wow.
0: Well, I'm glad we I'm glad we did touch on that cuz when I remember when I watched it I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like,
2: what? It, it caught me off guard for yeah, sure. Yeah, I did yeah. not see
0: that coming at A brief at all. moment I was like, is he going to take it all the way off? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: that's what I was like. I was
0: like, whoa. And then, I think they showed it twice. He took they two did. sips. It was, yeah. So. It was twice, yeah. Wow. Okay, so chapter 12, the siege, um it, anything else that sticks out yeah, you guys want to talk
1: it, about? Yeah. It finishes with Moff Gideon. And, oh, uh, duh.
2: How, how can yeah. I miss this? Okay. So yeah. finding out that there's the tracker on the Razorcraft. Which play. circles
0: yeah. back to your comment earlier about this, this sketchy little alien that... Gave that little side look to Mando and the repairman. That Uh,
1: uh, grief says he has his best man working on it, but yet one of his good guys is working for Moff Gideon. Yeah, and And he doesn't uh, know it. The Empire. Yeah, Yeah. so he plants a tracking device on there, which I feel like is uh, Mando set up for failure. Now the rest of the season. Oh, yep. until he finds
0: that, bro, it's bad. Yeah, this is (laughs) bad news for sure. Especially now that the Razor Crest is fixed and looking good, like Uh, he's gonna use it all the time. That thing is done for now, man. Yeah, man. I think there are there are. Bad days ahead for the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. I'm just gonna say it like that. I yeah. don't be surprised if this season's cliffhanger is them separated.
2: That would be that would be rough, Heart- heartbreaking for sure. I think
0: it's happening, man. Mm-hmm. I think it's happening. So yeah, so um, yeah, Moff Gideon has that sadistic smile on his face yeah. afterwards, and. Because it uh, uh, feels
1: like he's got "quote unquote" one. Uh, he he won against Mando yeah. because he's he's got the tracking device on him, so he's got the leverage.
0: And is the asset still with him? And they yeah. said yes.
2: Yep. And then he's uh, looking on a, an army. Yes. Of uh, um. So, uh, we actually got a little bit of a tip from from Reddit to listen to watch that scene again with the audio description on, and they refer to them as dark troopers in the scene. Interesting. Okay. So um basically they are a group of uh, they're I've seen some different things stated with them um with them either being force wielding um, force wielding troopers or them being a group of robots. They look like they're going to be more of the troopers. Um so they may be what the Moff Gideon was looking to have them infused with those. Might be his potentially troopers. Maybe there were more. Maybe they're not the only ones. Maybe they're, there's other. There was another success. Maybe they were able to get something working, and so maybe they they'll have to end up fighting some my at least minor force wielding people at some point. Wow,
0: that's gonna be crazy, yep. man.
2: Yeah, that's gonna be
1: interesting for sure. Uh, especially if it's just Mando versus them, because I yep. feel like. That's gonna be a little bit of a, a mismatch if somebody's able to wield it, like, the like dark side. Won't. Yeah, uh, but it probably won't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna have some help. Exactly. Yep. This is what's gonna give us a little bit of a spark here and
2: uh, get our uh, Jedi fix. Uh, get some Jedi help. Yeah, Sokka's yeah. gonna
1: come in and so
2: I, so I am gonna out. throw this this possibility out there for so he finds he finds some Jedi help and this is that's how when he finds out about the tracker and she's gonna find she's gonna find the tracker she's gonna be like. You fool! You've let them right to us, oh. and then that's when. So that th- that's how they're going to come y- y- with a dark into that. saber yes. in hand, and ooh. yes,
1: it'll make yeah. for a great scene for sure. We got some. Uh, exciting I just. It's definitely unfortunate that we're going to have to get through a couple fillers to get there, though. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm still waiting to get back to uh Boba Fett, man. Again, we said it would probably. I think we predicted episode five. Hey, also last week we said what do we think's next, and I said. I thought we would get some racing, and I can't remember what everyone else predicted. But do you remember we all predicted different things about what was going to be this episode? Uh,
2: Yeah, I said something about, like, I think we all chose, I I know I chose an animal. I was like a sea serpent is what I (laughs) was thinking. (laughs) Um,
0: Uh, I think we all missed it. I don't think anyone called Imperial Base. No. No.
1: Maybe next time.
0: All right, we should probably close shop here. You guys got anything else before we go? More episodes, more episodes. Hey, they're coming, man. Just wait. Uh, Now you get to have...
1: Slowly coming to an end, sadly.
0: Yeah, well, the Friday after Thanksgiving, man.
1: Ah, really? Dang, man. No, one more after Thanksgiving? No, because
2: we got... We got that. No, Thanksgiving. No. Thanksgiving next week, bro. Where that's are what you I'm been? saying. Yeah. I'm saying there's a
0: Friday. that's coming out on Friday after Thanksgiving. Oh, oh the next oh, episode. Oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. An What yeah, episode. Are you guys jumping oh, yeah, on yeah, me? Yeah, for? You were making it I sound like, like it was going to like, over. It was gonna, like yeah. this. this no. the
2: season was going to end. Good
0: night. Yeah, I'm just saying it's going to be nice to yeah. have a holiday episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, All right, jeez. Star Wars
2: holiday special. Space giving. Space.
0: All right, let's let's end it here. One one more reminder: you can find us on Twitter at Royal Geek, Royal Geek Pod. Please follow us and uh, engage with us there. Um, also, please like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening, and we would love if you would leave us a review. Wherever you are listening, especially on Apple, if you want to give us one of them nice little five-star reviews, that would uh, that would mean a lot as it helps us to expand our listener base. So, with all that in mind, for my good friends Sandy and Shimato, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next week for another episode review of the Mandalorian. We will see you next week, you peasants.